All right. Um, let's get into to healing us. Let's go to Isaiah 53. It's talking about healing faith. Isaiah 53. Verse 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So, he, so, so he's covered some things. He covered transgressions covered uh iniquities uh and he cut and in chastisement with our peace lord knows we need peace so it was upon him and let's go to luke 4 so again this was jesus prophesying i mean this was isaiah prophesying about what jesus would go through that's why if you ever talk to someone that's uh um s someone that's been born a jew sometimes it's hard for them to believe about Jesus and his impact, all you got to do is read Isaiah 53 to them. Um, and then John 4, Luke 4, <laughs> sorry about that, Luke chapter 4. And the good thing about healing is despite what we realize, we all need it, uh, which we'll find out here, this, here today. Uh, yes, some of us need it for injuries and things like that. Some of us need to be uh, immunized or, or what do they give you when you use a kid? Vaccination? Some of us need spiritual vaccination so we can protect ourselves from, you know, uh, nagging injury and things of that nature, right? Uh, injury, don't let me forget injury, all right? All right, so uh, Luke 4, 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So the now without, the preach the good news to him. It says, He has sent me to heal, look, number one, the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives to re uh, and a recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Now, now if you have time, when anytime you want to talk about healing, that passage right there is the key. Because even though it looks like he's 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 covering separate things, he's covering levels. Alright, so it says it says to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. Now remember we talked about Jesus came into the town preaching and teaching. Good news to the poor, them that are without, in that particular case, people that were without what they needed to get what they needed, and that was fulfillment. Then it says, it says, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, but it didn't stop there. It was, there was no period. There's a comma there. It says to preach deliverance to the captives. Now, those are people that are bound, Right. It says to the recovering of sight to the blind. There's still another level of healing, healing those that are blind. It says to set at liberty them that are bruised, to set at liberty. Some people don't have the freedom to do what they need to do. So we'll, 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 we're going to see some of this uh, in a lot of the passages here. Um, you can look at it for yourself in John chapter. This is different healings that Jesus did. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. All right, so John four. Let's just go there. Just go to let's go to John four. I'll try to do this. I feel a sense of urgency, so I better slow down. 
So John chapter 4, 46. It says, so Jesus came into Cana of Galilee where he made the water wine and there were a certain there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick keyword there is sick uh, at Capernaum and when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death so we understand that sickness is not just simple look this sickness was so bad, it was, it, it was, he was at the point of death, right? Okay, 48. Then Jesus said unto him, except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. So he, he's, he's speaking to everybody. Uh, I'm at John chapter 4, and I just read 48. Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. And, and so now he's talking to people that, like Thomas, I believe it when I see it. But your faith triggers things in the unseen to manifest in the seen. Things in the visible, invisible to manifest in the visible. So, so your faith actually create with what you want to do. So you have to believe first. All right. So the nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down, heir, uh, my child out. Come down unless my child will die. Like, wait a minute, come down. He had a, a sense of des desperation. And he said, Jesus said unto him, go thy way, thy son liveth. Now, I get this. Like, imagine somebody coming to talk to Jesus, know Jesus in town, heard about all his healings. Their child is about to die. They're sick till they're about to die. Jesus is still preaching his sermon. You know, y'all see signs and wonders, y'all don't believe nothing. But imagine what, you, what the person's thinking. Like, dude, you could talk to them later. My son's about to die. <laughs> like, you could have your, look, I need you to talk to, 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 hey, 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 dude, pay attention. My son's about to die. Even when he locked into the person, he says, man, go your way. Go, go your way. Your son's here. Now, the person is thinking, no, no, you need to come to the house. <laughs> I need your proximity. <laughs> right? See, they came to Jesus for the healing, right? But they wanted to dictate how the healer manifests, right? <laughs> Jesus is like, no, 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 no. I got this. Just go to the house. And he all casual with it. But the person, I guarantee you, dude was like, did you hear what I just said? He's about to die. So normally what we're thinking is what? You need to stop what you're doing. Follow me to the crib. I need you to be in close proximity to, because I know I seen you lay hands on some people. Now Jesus said, no, 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 I got it. Jesus picked up in the spirit, why are you talking to me here about to die? But just because I don't look like I'm panicked doesn't mean I ain't got it covered. If I go to, if we wait till I come to your house, he going to be dead by then. <laughs> I take care of it. <laughs> I take care of it. I got you. He healed. <laughs> look, at, <laughs> you got, look, go thy way, thy son liveth. The good part is, and the man believed the word, and Jesus had, had spoken unto him, and he went his way. Instead of staying there, no, 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 you need to come to the house. He believed and went his way. All right, so so that's uh, that's uh, Jesus healing the nobleman. Now this is a person sick unto death. So we already know Jesus. Je uh, Jesus is the healer, but we know he'll take care of sickness, right? Right. All right, so, so, and the worst case scenario, sickness, because this was sickness 
to a point of death, right? Let's go to uh, Matthew 8. Matthew 8 is my favorite from from the standpoint of it, it really is a, a great um, passage about spiritual authority. So in the spiritual authority, authority teaching, we use this passage, but we're going to use it for something else right now. So Matthew 8 chapter, I mean, Matthew 8 verse 5. It says, when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth home. Look, now this is sick of palsy. Look, grievously tormented. Right? It says, it says and Jesus said unto him, now, now <laughs> he says, he said unto him, I will come and heal him. Now, look, look, look. I love this. I love this. We just read the passage where the guy wanted him to come to the house. Right? And Jesus was like, nah, you go your way, he's healed. This passage is Jesus said, I'll come to the house. The guy didn't even request it. Look, he said, look, uh, he says, uh, I will. Uh, no, I'm sorry, where were we at? Uh, uh, seven, right? He says, and Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Look, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should have come under my roof. Look at his humility. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that follow, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith no not in Israel and I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven but the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth we know that's hell and Jesus said unto the centurion go thy way and as thou hast believed so it be done unto you and the servant was healed in the self same hour so here you have, in one, one, one scenario, uh, the person wanted Jesus to come to the house. Now, nah, I, I don't need to do that. In another scenario, the person was like, listen, I'm not even worthy for you to come to my house. And he said, you just speak the word only. But Jesus was willing to come to his house. See, we try to box how we're going to receive the miracle into our own understanding. Like we don't, we, we see, I think Jesus did all these things just to show us you can't you can't create your own script for how a person is going to be healed or delivered. Is it because a lot of times we go, oh, it should be that way. Uh, 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 what you have to do is you got your oil. If it's the oil, no, it's whatever how whatever God wants to use to manifest that healing in that moment. And the thing is, it it sets you up where you have to believe. I was talking to a young man about this and I was like I said you know the thing is the scripture says give us our, our daily bread for a reason because it makes us we always have to be dependent on God for that nourishment well it's the same thing we have to always depend on him for the manifestation of what we believe like we can't cookie cutter it like we're looking for a script we can't do it like we got to trust God right no at every level no matter who we are we have to trust God because God can do it so many different ways so he, he healed the, the centurion servant. Now, 
this person was paralyzed and in terrible pain. So what that represents, see, again, when you paralyze, it's like they say when you analyze, you paralyze, right? You paralyze, you, you, you can't move, right? Like, and guess what? You, you're numb. You lost the ability to feel, right? And it says, and he was in terrible pain. So this represents God's trying to heal us from being paralyzed in our lives. And, and what you say? You said fear, right? And, and because what happens when we get paralyzed, we end up in situations where that it causes terrible pain. Like, like when we're afraid to move. And, and you know, I, listen, I'm, I'm a study of people because I love people. Uh, love the Lord and love people. And uh, it's amazing. Like, you know, and I, I, I keep learning because, and I know this for a fact, everything that's obvious to me is not obvious to everybody. And so I had this, I had this wonderful system that was working for a long time, especially when I was as a, uh, growing in the other church. I realized I can't pour into empty glasses like what I mean is like I can't like see me I had my counseling schedule was almost as if uh, uh, I had a major ministry already because the church was huge so my counseling schedule was ridiculous tell you it's ridiculous like like it's, you just, it, just, <laughs> it was just coming like like it was just coming so that can create a sense of urgency where you got to diagnose quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, this is this way, this is this way, this is because you, you really can't be there for five hours a session when you got hundreds upon hundreds of people. It's, an, you know, it's almost impossible. And so what I, what, at first this worked. I would, quick recognition, recognize the situation, give you the prescription, and I'd send you on your way, right? Well... <laughs> Kind of worked for a while, but then after a while, it's like they didn't discover it, so then they wouldn't believe it. You see what I'm saying? So I'll be like, I don't believe that. Even now, now the it was the proper diagnosis, but they didn't believe it. So I was like, okay, this ain't working, you know. And so it was the Holy Spirit said, okay, now what I need you to do is help them to discover it. So now that's my new words. I mean, I, this one I've been riding for the longest. You just keep asking people enough discovery questions till they discover what they need. Their, their breakthrough, their healing, their clear mind, whatever the case may be. So I've been riding on that for a long time. But see, now, because of how society's been training us, some people are, are uh, infirmed or they're, they're handicapped where they can't even discover. So, and, and honestly, some people are so clouded, you can ask them a basic question and they won't even answer you. Or they don't know the truth. Now, now for me, I'm going... This person lying to me because it's that obvious. But in some cases, people aren't lying. They've trained themselves to be in denial so deep, they can't even, they're numb to the, to the reality. Like reality is not even a consideration. Do you know, that's, that's a sickness. I'm not, that, listen, I'm not putting nobody down. I'm just saying, do you know that's a sickness? That's an infirmity to not be able to embrace the truth. Or just to stand out, like if I say, uh, so, 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 Isaac, are you, uh, are you consistent on time? And let's say you're not. I'm, I'm, uh, hopefully that's not the case. But let's say you're not, and you go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm always on time. But not, now, if, if y'all was watching, y'all be like, Isaac ain't never on time, right? So, so to you, you're like, he lying. I make the case, he wasn't lying. 
as far as how what he can see, he can he sees himself as uh-uh. <laughs> I'm on time. I'm always on time. And so at first it was throwing me like I'm not not with Isaac. I haven't had this on time conversation with Isaac, but it was throwing me like how you gonna lie to the pastor? You know what I'm saying? But then the Lord was like, no, no, they don't see it. They have to be healed. <laughs> Listen to me, man. He said, no, 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 they have to be healed. And the trip is, they don't know it. They think they're fine. So I was having a conversation. I don't know if it was you. I was having a lot of conversations. This was, I had a conversation with somebody today. I don't think it might have been you. It might have been my early conversation. And I was saying how, how like, uh, these little piece, these little things, you know, like the little things that you, you go, ah, ain't that big of a deal. We we blow these things off. So I you I've used me. I was I've been talking to y'all how I how I, uh, I, uh, I tweaked my hip. Some I don't know. This is a couple months ago. I don't know what it was. And so I just took some time off, which I normally wouldn't have took time off. I'd have kept playing. So I'm healed. You know, I'm running around. Y'all see me running around church. You know, I, I you know I'm good. You know, right. But, 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 so I was asked you know, yesterday to go play basketball, and I had, when I was asked, I had already, I was out there playing, I, I worked out, let's get my shots up, you know, just felt pretty good. Normally, that's all it would have took. I would have wanted to play this early this morning. But, you know what? I didn't get up. I told my wife last night, I said, I'm not going. I said, nah, I just want to make sure I'm 100%. This is my statement. Stay with me. I said, most of my life, this is what I said to the person. I've been playing rarely ever being 100%. I've been playing with injury most of my life. I'm talking about from high school. When I had the back surgery, and the guy said, you have a, I told y'all this before, he said you had a high tolerance for pain. Stay with me because I'm talking about us. He said, you have a high tolerance for pain. I said, how'd you know? He said, because you should have had this dealt with a long time ago. Now, what he didn't know, because I ended up with a bulging disc, what he didn't know is when it first happened, I was in high school. I, have to, I, I had the surgery, what, two years ago, babe? So two years ago, I'm 56, so I was 54. When I had the injury, I'm going to give myself 15, but I might have been 14. 40 years from the injury, I had surgery. Well, he didn't know where well, I fell over this guy's back, couldn't walk for two weeks, stopped playing for a little while, they waited a while, then went back out there and started playing. Never went to the doctor. Going to, going to college, I'm supposed to walk on. I said I was going to walk on in college. So right before we start playing, I went in the summertime. Just, just all I did. That's all I did. We was playing. I made a shot. I started backing up. Ah! 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 ah. I, I couldn't walk. It felt like a, a, a nerve was pinching me. I said, I told everybody, now, now this is before basketball season. So I said, I'm retired. I'm not playing no more basketball. Then one day I'm sitting around. I wiped that, wiped, uh, wrapped the ace band, remember the old ace bands? Wrapped it around my waist, went out and played, felt pretty good. I said, cool, I'm playing. Ended up trying out for the team and made the team. I'm injured. Most of the year, I had an ace band, you know, old school trainers. Ace band wrapped around my, my waist, around my leg, you know, like, then I put all that gel, what's the, you know, the, the 
No, we, we, it was a Kramer Actic jail. It's, it's, it's at a whole nother level than Icy Hot. But it numbs everything, right? So I'm, I'm putting all that on. You know, like an old man or something. I'm only, I'm, I'm, what, I'm only what, 17? When I got to college, I was 17. Turned 18 uh, 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 that, uh, later that year in August. All right, so what I'm trying to tell you is that was my freshman year. My sophomore year, I pledged. We have something called turnabout where we pledged them for one day. I, I made this dude snap. Not dude, God rest his soul, y'all know what I'm talking about. But, but I, I did something. I'm not going to tell you what I did, but it was painful and aggravating. We only had one day. Just one day. That dude snapped. It was about to be a fight. So they restrained me. Guess what? Tweaked my back again. Tweaked my back again. I had to sit in a uh, kind of a fetal position. I don't want to sit down right now, but 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 so, I had to, so so it was like this dude's done. But I went on to play college basketball and and do all types of stuff. And I kept. Uh, I'm, I had to wait a little while. Then I remember the days in, in Ohio. Sometimes. Uh, I was in a situation where I got out the car and I could barely walk, and for weeks I could barely walk. Pain, ah, ah, it's pain. This has been my, most of my life. This is, and I know y'all really think I'm talking about a back injury. I know. And the thing is, like, respectfully, I was numb. I was paralyzed. I was just numb. I'm dealing with pain, carrying it around, but acting as if it doesn't exist. Did I need healing? No, no, I needed healing. I needed healing back when I was 14. No, did I need healing? Now, 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 now oh, God, listen to this. All right, so, so, <laughs> you know, sometimes just hit you, right? So, so, I actually, uh, I, was, I was going to a tryout, I was going to a pro tryout, and um, I, I may have told this story before, but it fits. And um, so I was like, okay, my game, I'm saying this, I'm not saying this to brag, I'm just saying this is what I thought, because this is what was happening. I'm unstoppable, right? This one. But, Mr. Jackie, we got to test it, though. So I said, I don't know if I'm really good till I go back to the hood. So, so I go to my old neighborhood to play, and they had a big garbage can on the court because it was leaked. The ceiling was leaking. But, you know, now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vet. I don't know if some of y'all might remember this. So I feel I'm a vet now, you know. Got a little swag on me, Minister Sammy. So I'm in there like, yo, man, what we going to do with that garbage can, man? We need to move that garbage can. You know, just trying to exercise authority just because you think you're sweet, you know. I wouldn't have told you that back then, but that's, that's what I was. Man, we need to move that garbage can. Let's take it off half of the court. So what do we do? We move the garbage can for Mr. Who Think He's Sweet. Who was the first person to fall? Take a dribble, shoop, slip, fall. But I slipped this way and my knee was bent this way, slammed to the ground. When I got up, I could move it back and forth. Six days before the trial. I worked in upstate, I was in Newark, New Jersey that day, but I worked in upstate New York. So I said, well, now I'm, I just started really getting serious about living for God. So I was like, well, the Bible talks about healing. All right, so we're going to get some healing. I'm telling you, this is, I'm, when I first read the Bible, I just said, let's see if this stuff's true. You believe in your, you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. 
I'm going to believe. So, so I, I, I start work. I, I was, I start now, I, now remember I told you I could move my knee, but I, I wore a boot on just that leg and I was running heels. <laughs> the strength in the leg, I call myself strength in the leg. Something wrong with the dude, you know, <laughs> but that's what I did now, but I'm still believing for healing. I go to the tryout. I will kid you not. While I was playing, I had no pain. While I was playing in the game, I had no pain. When I got off the court, I felt pain. I've never had surgery. I'm sorry, it was this knee. I never had surgery on that knee. God healed it. Never. To this day, never had surgery. I, I told you, I was, I, you know, I told you, I jumped around, did my jump boxes the other day, right? Right? But guess what? I was believing for healing for something that I was aware of, right? That I asked God, once I was aware of it, what did I do? I placed a demand on God, because the Bible says, by his stripes. And, I, and listen, I'm young. I'm a young Christian back then, back in uh, New Jersey and in, in New York. Just, just start reading the Bible. I was just like, if this stuff is true, I'm going to see if it's true. Like, like not, so listen, I'm not, I'm not, I said, if this is true, here, let me just grab your Bible. If this is true, man, I'm not going to say, no, I don't believe this. See, if I just said I don't believe it, I don't know if it's true or not. Or if I say I believe this, I still don't know if it's true or not. Know what I did? I said, hmm, Mark chapter 11. If you have faith and shall not doubt in your heart, you have whatsoever you say. I need a healing. I had a professional trial in six days. Let me try this, see if it worked. First Peter 2, by his stripes, you, you're healed. Exodus 15, Deuteronomy 25, he sent his word to heal us. I, 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 read, I read those scriptures. I was like, we're going to see if this stuff is true. And went to the trial. Went to the trial. Listen. Phenomenal. But guess what? That day that I asked for the healing for my knee, I had fell on my back way before that. I never asked God for healing. I carried around that infirmity for years. <laughs> yeah, listen. I carried it around for years. We're tolerating things Carrying around things, pain. Oh, heartache. We're carrying it around. Well, we could be healed. <laughs> like, like, like some of us sit and go, well, I'm not, uh, it's hard for me to process stuff. That's not a good thing. Y'all know that, right? Listen, man, listen, if you can, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this respectfully. If it's hard for you to process, you know that's not a good thing, right? But I'm not saying it's not a good thing like something's wrong, like, like, like throw you away. What I'm saying is God can heal you. Scripture talks about Ephesians 1.18, the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. Doesn't the scripture talk about renewing your mind in, in, in Romans 12 too? Be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't the scriptures say we can be born again? <laughs> whoa, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. If any man be in Christ and the anointing one and the anointing, the burden removing, yoke destroying, power.
power of God, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, old things have passed away, all things become new. Why aren't we allowing things to become new? So that's like somebody giving you healing and you rejecting it. The healing starts to do, starts to take place. So imagine if you had a, uh, we'll get to this guy, where he had a, uh, he had a, it's going to come to me in a second here. Uh, his, uh, his, his arm wasn't fully de developed. This is a guy in the, the Bible, Jesus healed, right? Remember, his, he was, uh, but I was trying to find the exact word before I went back to my notes. No, he wasn't a leper. No, he was a... Uh, uh, yeah, he was deformed. That's what the uh, New Living Translation says. But the, but the, what did you say? Palsy. And uh, he was invalid. So it says all those three. So thank you. Thank you. Right. So, but that's underdeveloped. It hasn't, it stopped developing. Right? Retarded. Underdeveloped. It stopped developing. In the Bible. People, people have things that God, look, God designed you. The scripture says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. So he designed you and equipped you with, with a body that evolves into greatness, right? Fearfully means I, he made sure there's nobody like you in the world. Or a Psalm, a Psalm 139, right? Wonderful. Look, he could have stopped that handcrafting you, Minister Jackie, like nobody else. But he didn't stop that. He poured wonders in you. So you have the ability to perform wonders. But let's say if you, if you stop growing, if you stop developing, Right? then that's going to shorten, it's going to affect your ability to perform as many wonders or wonders at all. You may not grow to a point where you see yourself based on your design. Even though the scripture says, now we see in part, but then we'll see face to face. You know, now we're looking through a glass darkly, impaired vision, but then we'll be known even as we're known by God. First Corinthians 13, 12, right? Right? But the goal is not for us to stop the ability to see. You know, as kids are developing, you ever see sometimes little, little babies, you know, they're, try, they're, they're trying to assist them in being able to see. Then they're trying to assist them in the being able to stretch. They tell you to do things with the child, right? To make sure they're flexible. Then they have to go through stuff where they have their coordination, right? But the goal is to keep growing. Listen, listen, listen. If you stop growing, you're underdeveloped. Right? So you may need a miracle. <laughs> you, 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 okay, all right. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, look, so, so in Mark chapter one, so remember, we, we, all right, so, so again, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful and not confusing. So as, as teachers, there's the literal meaning of the word, or there's, a, there's logos, the written word, but then there's rhema. Rhema is a revelation, right? So, so this word can feed you uh, practical information, but it can give you revelation. Then there's... Um, there's, there's, there's how it's communicated so it can come across allegorical. So you can, what that means is it, it could say one thing, that's what parable, a parable. Parable is I'm saying something natural, but I'm saying something heavenly too. I right, so 
kind of received this healing faith teaching, and that's why it's two words, healing and faith, received this as a 2019 parable for our lives. So there's going to be the actual application of this, but then there's going to be, is he saying something spiritual? Because every level of healing is telling us something. It's not just, yes, he was blind, it's we need to be healed of blindness. All right? Just, just, just follow me there. It's not just underdeveloped. His undeveloped hand is our underdeveloped life. All right? You got me on that? You, you, so it's not just their infirmity that they were carrying around that was plaguing them for 38 years or 40 years. It's infirmities we've been carrying around that's been plaguing us for 38 and 40 years. All right? We good? All right, okay, good, 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 good. Just make sure we're all, all on the same page. So let's go Mark chapter 1. All right, so first, first, I mean, Mark 1, 30 and 31. It says, but Simon's wife's, Simon's wife's mother lay sick of fever in Anon. Uh, they, they, they tell him of her. It says, and he came and took her by the hand, lifted her up, and immediately her fever left her. And she ministered unto them. So this is something simple. We said it's a fever, but her temperature was rising. Like, like her temperature, fever, you get hot, right? Temperature was rising, right? And um, think about how you feel when, you, when, when you've had a fever, right? Give me some, some symptoms. That's good. Weak. That's good. Give me some more. She's hot. <laughs> you said sometimes cold. What did you just say? Blurred vision. Because <laughs> that temperature rising, right? Right? That temperature rising. Like, like, you know, some people go into having strokes in that nature, right? And so, so, see, we've had fevers in our life. And it's been affecting us. Like, it's, it's been affecting us. It's been rendering us weak. Right. Blurred vision. Or uh, Minister Lamar just said, unable to process, right? Under, unable to process. All right, so, um, man, there's a lot of stuff here. Right, let's go to Matthew 9 real quick. Matthew 9. So remember we talked about, <laughs> I'm going to do one of my wife's numbers to see if I can do it better than she do. <laughs> All right, because Pastor Mello, go down to some other notes and then come back to the, the so I'm going to go down. So remember we talked about different measures of, of, of healing, how we measure healing. We said the number one thing is the word, okay, because the word declares our healing, right? But it says sometimes we won't use the word. We'll, we'll let pain measure if we're going to get our healing or not. And that, that kind of uh, that pain, which is the voice of sickness, disease, and, and infirmity, it's yelling, you aren't healed, <laughs> right? But, but if the pain starts, like, because I, I watch y'all. I notice if somebody start yelling at y'all at your job or something like that, you're just going to be like, thank you. Cuss me out some more. But I be watching y'all. I mean, I know y'all Christians, but I be watching y'all. Y'all don't be there, nobody talk to y'all any old kind of way. Mr. Jackie don't. <laughs> Do you? Look, you said she was like, I sure don't. I did it different. She had her head this way. I can't roll like you, so I just did mine. Right? Right. But what I'm saying is, but I, but I watch y'all. If y'all think somebody coming at y'all, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right, Venetia? You can't just, just, just say amen. Good. All right. What I'm saying is when, when pain, when infirmity is yelling at you, 
Do you let them just talk, talk to you any old kind of way? Or do you talk back? Look, look. If somebody's cussing you out and they say, uh, well, I don't curse. Uh, let me think of something. Oh, let's, I'll just pick something. Uh, uh, you, you an idiot. You stupid. And then you go, I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. That's what you do? Is that what you do? Now, now, come on, walk, walk with me. Somebody comes up to you and go, man, you's an idiot, you stupid. You ain't going to never be nothing. You go, I'm an idiot, I'm stupid, I'm never going to be nothing. That's what you do? Well, how come if, if, if pain and sickness say you're not going to be healed, how come you repeat what pain and sickness say? I'm not going to be healed. How come we don't talk back to the pain and sickness? By his stripes, I'm healed. He sent his word to heal me. He removed sickness from the midst of me. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law, poverty, sickness, and death. How come we don't talk back to this? I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. She, oh, my wife said, you ready to beat the person. <laughs> right? Right? The Bible says you're snared by your words and your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 6.2 and Proverbs 18.21. Life and, Mrs. Sammy, you taught it and your wife taught it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Your healing is in your mouth. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, okay. All right, so we said the word, we said the pain. Right, we said sometimes we measure things by uh, uh, whatever position we're in, you know. Um, like when we're challenged, it's kind of like we just play off of the challenge. And then sometimes it's the obvious circumstances. You know, a lot of times we, we, we just speak the obvious circumstances, you know, and we get snared by them. And, and, and what we shared on the, the first day of this teaching is what's manifested doesn't need the assistance of your words. The unmanifested needs your expression and confession. What's manifested doesn't need it. So, so if you're in pain, it don't really need your words. It's already manifested. What needs your help is what you desire, and that's the healing, right? So every time you open your mouth, it should be for what you desire, not what you already have. Does that make sense? Right? Because why, why, why keep magnifying what you already have? You're trying to project, project it into the future? I mean, I know we talk about sickness and disease, but if something ain't going your way, whether it's, it's, it's poverty or whatever, why would you keep talking about it? It's already manifested. Why don't you talk about what you desire? Use your words for what you desire, not for what you already see. Right? Don't, mag don't state the obvious as... Is a, is a line I've been using for years, you know, even, even as a basketball coach. Why, why, why are we stating the obvious? <laughs> right? Why don't we say what we, what we want? And so, so, so let's go back to uh, where I tell you to turn. Now I just got to find out where we're supposed to be going in Matthew 9. All right, Matthew 9, 18. So Matthew 9, 18. It says, and while he spake these, uh, these things un unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him. Number one, he worshipped him, uh, saying, my daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him. And so did his disciples. And behold, the woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years, diseased with the issue of blood 12 years, came behind him. And touched the hem of his garment, for she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. And he turned about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith 
has made thee whole. I know in another passage it says, who touched me? <laughs> right? <clears throat> right? And when Jesus came to the ruler's house, he saw the minstrels and the people making a noise. He said unto them, give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. See, 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 imagine if God wants to use you and you show up seemingly in an impossible situation and everybody laughing. What you going to do? That's just something to think about because that may happen this week, right? It says, but when the people were put forth, y'all know what put forth means, right? Thank you. Throw them out. Yeah, good, good. What'd you say? Away, all right, you're kicked out, right? It says, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. And the fame hereof went abroad into all the land. So here, you know, there's, there, there's, a, there's a double thing here going on here, right? There's somebody that was dead that somebody else believed for. The Lord showed up, <laughs> and they came alive, Right? Well, but something took place in the middle, right? The young lady came and touched him. If I can touch him. And I, I've told you the story before. Jesus was already in the town. He healed everybody, left, went to the other side. When he came back, well, all the reputation of all the other people he healed went around the town. But the girl missed her opportunity. Now, I mean, read it through. I'm not making that up. That's not me paraphrasing. He was in the town. He healed everybody. Left, went to the other side. And it says, let us go back to the other. So he went back to that town. And so she's like, if I can, I'm going to get my healing this time. If I can touch him, I shall be made whole. So she touched him. And in, in another version of one of the other gospels, it said, virtue have gone out of me. What he's saying, somebody extracted some power. And it was like, it's a whole lot of people touching me. He said, no, 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 no. Somebody touched me, touched me. What? Somebody touched me with faith. See, see, anytime we operate in faith, we're going to extract power from, from the Lord. Listen, the scripture says, uh, the fervent effectual prayers of the righteous make much power available. Why? Because they're praying in faith. Right? And when they pray in faith, they, it's going to pull something from the Lord. Look, look, look. The young lady didn't even say, hey, Jesus, man. Well, everybody else had the whole conversations. Remember the blind guy? Please heal me. Uh, do you believe I can do this? Yes, I, I believe, I believe, I believe. Now, she ain't go through none of that conversation. She just said, man, I just get to touching him. Now, you read through a passage, she didn't make up the touching him either. People have been in the town touching, touching him by faith and getting healed. So she's like, I got it. I don't even need his audience. I just need to touch him. Right? With faith. Now, that same power that went through him into her, because the scripture goes on to say, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Not, we'll get into the wholeness in a second. Not just healed, because she was healed first. What he said, the faith has made thee whole. See, because sometimes you can get healing and talk yourself out. Have you ever been healed and be looking for the, 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 the pain? Like, remember I told you I prayed for my knee to be healed. And, and the Lord healed my knee. I'm telling you, at least for like two weeks, I'm looking for the pain. Like, it's got to be here somewhere. Like, why are you looking for something that you didn't want? But, you, but your mind, you know, I forgot what the syndrome is called, but where, you know, somebody can, can have their leg amputated, but they still feel, it, feel the leg like it's really there. It, but it's, it's all in here. And so sometimes 
that pain has, look, you've carried that pain so long, it's now not just infiltrated your body, it's infiltrated your mind. It's gotten into your spirit too. Now it's, now it's something you, you live with, you think about, you meditate on. So even when God heals you, sometimes your default has been, you've been thinking about it, you've been meditating on it. So you got to be renewed in your mind. You got to cast down imaginations. You got to cleanse it out of even your thoughts, right? That's why the scripture tells us to think on these things, right? Things that are lovely, things that are pure, right? It's, just, it's, it's telling us what to think on because we have, a, we have a tendency to resurrect thoughts against the knowledge of God, 2 Corinthians 10, 10 5, right? That, that try to see that pain is trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of God that says by his stripes you're healed that sickness is trying to exalt itself they see they're trying it's trying to scream it's trying to holler at you can I holler at you it's trying to scream at you to exalt itself against the knowledge of God the knowledge of God for kingdom people is by his stripes you're healed and he needs you healed because you move better when you heal you flow better when you, you believe better when you heal you manifest better when you heal God needs you healed. It's not, it's, God is not going, I, I think about it. No, 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 no. He needs you healed. He needs you whole. That's why he sent his son so we can have salvation. Salvation, salvation, the word for salvation and the word for healing, sozo, wholeness, is, is the same thing. It's the same, it's the same word. They're synonymous. It's the same word. They're deliverance. Healing a broken heart. Right? Look, 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 deliverance of the captives. You see these people, the people that were paralyzed, they were bound. The people that were possessed weren't free. It said, something, it said the guy that was possessed couldn't talk because he was possessed. See, they said not just, he didn't have an infirmity or sickness, he was possessed. He couldn't open his mouth if he tried. It said when, when, when Jesus cast out that demon, his tongue was loose. He's he talking all the time. Bound. So, so sometimes we don't, that's a, going back to what I was saying, how I was carrying this, this, this injury for 40 years, right? And almost like tolerating it. See, a lot of times we're tolerating, we walk around, we don't, we can't speak in certain situations and we think that's normal. We don't, we, and, and if somebody tells you, well, you know, you probably need to get healed. I don't need healing. You can't talk. No, we need to get that, that whatever's binding you up from expressing yourself, being free. God wants to use you. You see what I'm saying? God wants to use, but he can't use you if you're not free, if you're infirmed, if you have a level of weakness. Hey, why are people hopeless? Why do people smoke and drink? What did you say? To numb the pain, right? To escape, right? Right? But if you healed, is there any pain to numb? If you're free, why would you be trying to escape? You're already free. You see what I'm saying? See, when God gets to us what he wants to get to us, there, there's no need to, to what y'all say, numb the pain. Ain't no pain. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like people are people do things like that because they feel hopeless and sometimes they just want to escape but if you free what you trying to escape power <laughs> exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask to think 
You trying to escape that? Your cup running over? Ain't nobody trying to make an escape from that. See, so that's the thing. If you, if the, the scripture says they're blind and they can't see afar off in Peter, right? Can't see afar off. That means so all they can see is what's in front of them. And so let's say what's in front of you is frustrating. If that's all you can see, you're going to be tempted to be depressed, right? If it's frustrating and it doesn't seem like it's going nowhere. But, but what, when people become hopeful, they can see. They, 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 they see how it works out. They see the escape route. They see it working out for their good, like the scripture says. So they, so they develop hope. When you think you've done everything, you feel hopeless. What? Ain't nothing else I can do now. Pastor Mel, ain't nothing else I can do. But when you start to see, oh my God, I've never done that. Oh, you mean all this time all I need to do is change that? Which is, hope starts kicking in, doesn't it? Start to believe a little different, don't you? So God needs you to, that's why he's healing blindness. What's been frustrating God is I've been healing blindness and then people have been doing things to cause blindness. God's like, they said, let me get this right. I've been working hard to heal your blindness. You say, I'm not hip like that. <laughs> All right. This, but, but my whole point is, God is saying, okay, I've worked hard to deliver them. Why are they trying to be bound? Galatians 4 says that, right? Why would you fall into the weak and beggarchy elements where you desire to be in bondage? Like, like that, that's Galatians 4, uh, was like 5 through 9, right? right? He's like, why would you? I just freed you. Then, I, then God's saying, okay. I'm doing everything to make sure you can see all that I have for you. To see beyond the scene, to see in the heaven realm, to see, see it on earth as it is in heaven. So why are you working hard to blind yourself from that? Why are you taking in things of the world that's impairing your vision? See, they say that all the stuff that they're trying to legalize, listen, if we're playing off of should it be legal or not, maybe it's okay if it should be legal. Is it going to assist you in seeing or not if we're playing off of that? Now we're talking a whole nother language. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're playing off, talking a whole nother language. But there ain't nobody playing off of that. They're just playing off. Well, uh, that can kill you too. If you take too many aspirin, you can die. I'm sure that's true. But now let's talk about being able to see. Now really see. You know what's so dangerous? is the people that can't see and don't know it. Similar to me carrying around a bad disc for 40 years. Just walking around. Like, and I never saw an x-ray, never saw nothing, because I wasn't going to the doctor. <laughs> right? But the whole time, I could have just had it taken care of. Like that. Just like that. So I was tolerating unnecessary pain. Right? Did you hear what I said? I was tolerating unnecessary pain. Imagine a person that thinks they can see and can't see. He said, that's a dangerous person. They're walking around blind, not asking God for healing, not doing what it, the interest of the word bringeth light. It gives understanding to the simple. Well, that person won't even ascribe to getting more word to see because they think they can see. But there's blind spots. 
They, they, they actually think they can see. But listen, if, if and I, I, I've had some transparent conversations with some people, and I was like, hey, can we just like really measure this thing out? That's what I like to do. That, 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 my wife would tell you, can we just measure this thing out? What are the results of all this supernatural wisdom you, you, you believe you're operating in? No, 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 come on, y'all. This is not me putting nobody down. I have, I have to do this all the time. I have to, I have to do this uh, every level of my life, not back in the day, even now. What is the measure, what is being produced by all this supernatural, all this intellect, all this gifting, all this, I don't need to listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. Now, if they don't know what they're talking about, what's the results? Y'all just think for a second. They should be easy because you're living with the results. Now when you've decided to do it God's way, what's been the results? I'm talking about really do it God's way. Because we discovered, I was talking to somebody, well, I was talking to a few people. Yeah, we've discovered some people have never even really lived for God all in. They've gone to church for years. They, they, hey, they know scripture. But they've never really been all in. I'm talking about being led by the Spirit, walking by faith. I'm talking about not walking by faith. Not, man, we can't keep riding off of that one time. Remember that one time we was walking in faith? Man, I remember back in 1958. Well, I wasn't born. I was born in 62. I remember back in 1970, man. Psh, psh, faith. Man, I believe God, man. You know, God came through. God came through. God came through. So God done. God got one faith move. One sweet. One, <laughs> you know, you go to move basketball, you got one little faith move. That's it. We ain't no other faith moves. That's it. God's done. Right? So, so, so for, again, we're talking about healing faith. And I know, you know, you're sure. You, hey, if you're dealing with something, God will heal you. God will heal you today. That's how God works. And then we, we've been going over the different word because the scripture says, uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we went over last, last time we taught how Jesus came into the town preaching and teaching. Then he came into one town, even when he came into his hometown and said he couldn't do uh, many mighty works. Keep reading on, on the Bible. It says he started preaching and teaching. He didn't go, man, these fools, because they think I'm still the carpenter. They don't believe me. He probably thought that too. But he's like, they need to be taught. They don't understand. I need to increase their faith, so I got to feed them some word. So when you're casual with the word, is your faith going to get, like, sharper? Okay, now let me ask you this. So because you guys, you guys, how many people are pretty good at eating? Yeah, yeah, just get, get them hands up. You know y'all be eating. <laughs> Listen, I, I had two of them uh, in, in Ohio. Her and my son, uh, yeah, two of them, boy, and the, the great reputation for eating, right? So, but okay, so, and how many of you generally eat every day? Okay, good, good. So we, so we we rolling here. All right, so how many people you you function different when you don't eat? And if you don't have your hands up, I can ask the people that are around you, and they'll tell you. <laughs> you know, sometimes some some people get short, right? What, what else? Irritable? Maybe a little drowsy. <laughs> a little drowsy. When you don't eat? Yeah. I got to have some food. I can't go to sleep. What'd you say? Headache. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Headache. You know. Um, what, what is, what's Nate's line? Hangry? Yeah, hangry. Right. Some, some people get hangry. 
All right. So if but but we eat food all the time, right? How come we haven't eaten enough food and we could just ride that out? If we haven't eaten, we could just pull on the food that we had before. Huh? The, oh, your body's using it. So so we can't pull on a you can't just like push a button on your your, your butt and be full again. Huh? Alright, so 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 now my question is this. Why do we treat the word that way? Man shall not live by bread alone. But every word look, look, look. see, listen, man shall not what? Man shall not what? And we're talking about healing faith. And people need to be healed to live. I so man shall not live. Because if you don't eat right, it affects your health, right? You can end up with sickness, disease, infirmities. If you don't feed your kids right, they won't develop properly, will they? Yeah, yeah right? Because I'll be watching the mom, moms ain't playing around. No, they got to go to sleep at this time. No, they got to, no, 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 they got to eat this at this time. Well, eat your vegetables, right? All that is so they don't get sick or infirmed, right? Does that make sense? So let me ask you this. So we can prevent a whole lot of stuff if we just eat the word. Right? Listen, try this. Well, don't try this because it might not work. But sometimes I'll read all the time. I'll be reading. And I'm so busy, I don't get to eat. But this is the most important thing. I don't get to drink water. So my wife normally is, is walking by around that time. She'll come in and hand me some glasses. I was like, what's these for? She says, babe, like you, you squinting because I'm squinting. But you know what it is? I had a water. I'm dehydrated. When I'm dehydrated, I get blurred vision. I can't see correctly. So, 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 so I have to have, I have to take in the right nutrients to even see. Spiritually, it's the same way, y'all. Interest of the word bringeth light. It gives understanding to the simple. Psalm 119, 130. That word comes in and helps us to see. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. We're a lot less frustrated. Some of us, listen, I'm saying this respectfully. Some of us can have better conversations if we take in more word. We can't see, so we get offended. We get offended quick. And the reason why we get offended quick because we didn't process what the person said. We took it the wrong way. We didn't hear the details. We jumped to conclusion. All we gotta do is read some more word and we'll process. We, we had a conversation with a, a, a business conversation today and we just, we just talk through the conversation. Stop the person, let the person, oh, no, no, we good. We just don't want this to happen again. This could cost us. <laughs> we don't want it to happen again. And so we're, I said, we're not the type of people to get offended. We're relational people. Let's just talk through it. And then we, we talked through the person. It was like, man, I appreciate you guys' patience and the fact that you talked through it. It ended up being an hour to 6 o'clock. I had to be here. But, but we talked through it because we could see person didn't mean to make a mistake it wasn't it's, it's, it, sometimes it happens right but we just don't want it to happen again if we don't say nothing it can happen again right so we got to talk through it and that's what we say hey hey we're the type of we, we, we got to talk through it come on we got we got to talk through it
But you can do that if you can see. You'll process things right, a whole lot less arguing. So we got to heal. The people that's been falling and messing up in the kingdom and the church and stuff like that, and they go, but I'm gifted. They are gifted. The gift and the calling of God are without repentance. This is Romans 11, 29, right? They are. But we ain't putting you back up there until you get healed of that blindness. That blindness is what caused you to, to, to trip. That's what happened to Aaron. Aaron got blind. Well, you ain't the only one that wear pants. Man, you, you, listen, God let you come with me. Moses, Moses is like, if you wasn't wearing a priest's garment, you would have got the same leprosy that Miriam got for talking about me. The only thing saved you was the clothes you're wearing. I mean, read it out. When, when they took the clothes off, when he finally took the clothes off, he died immediately. You understand what I'm saying? So, so it's the blindness. We got to be healed of the blindness. Some of us are walking around. We, we probably can lift every weight in the room. We can run as fast. But if you're blind, it don't make a difference. We got to be healed through and through. God doesn't want us walking around carrying any more infirmities. He doesn't want us tolerating any level of sickness, any level of disease, any level of weakness. We're, we're rolling with the weakness. Some of us don't have the strength. Remember it says, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Isaiah 37, 3, it says, it says uh, they've come to, to, uh, to birth, but they don't have the strength to bring forth. That's a weakness, right? So God's trying to got some stuff in you. You know, you know what's been frustrating you on the job and around everybody else and around all these ministries and stuff? Because you know it's more in you. That's what's getting you mad. You around a bunch of this stuff, you're you supposed to be doing way beyond that. That's true. So you have this birthed in you, but you don't have the strength to bring it forth because it takes a level of discipline, a level of preparation. It's cost something. And if you don't have the strength to build the platform, you're not going to be able to handle what your gifting is going to produce anyway. And so if you don't have the strength to operate in the discipline it takes for you to, 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 to walk into the fulfillment, that's a weakness, ain't it? Ain't that a weakness? That's an infirmity. You need some healing. See, that want to, man, it's a wonderful thing, man. I remember when I crossed over into the want to. Like, I wanted, like, like, get up and do it. Not, oh, man. You know, some of us tolerate struggling to get up in the morning. Like, we think that's okay. It, it's cute to us. Man, I was struggling this morning, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm glad we got a grace period, man. I'm milking that grace period. Yo, Mondays and Fridays, I don't go to work. Mondays and Fridays? Please. I call in every Monday and Friday. That's why they give you sick time to use it. Right? Yeah, and you think it's okay. I'm just, I'm being, I'm, I know that I said that a little. That ain't good. Fighting to stay woke ain't good. I, listen, I'm not putting you down like, what you trying, what I'm saying is, you don't have to tolerate it. You can be healed. You could be healed. Listen, I was the guy that didn't want to get up. Oh, listen, college, my best friend would get up. Now, the guy that we're talking to you about, all these levels of I played basketball. But at first in college, my best friend, loose. I'm going to give you props. He'd get up and be stretching and running. I, I put the cover on my head. Like, dude, you can stretch and run all you want to. I'm not going nowhere. Listen, I'm up now 4 o'clock in the morning and 3 o'clock in the morning working out. And I ain't trying to play for nobody. Something crossed over 
It crossed over into that want to. I gotta read the word. Like it ain't, it, I gotta. It's so, even, man, I done read so much scripture. Man, I just wanna re relax my mind. The, the, on the inside, Holy Spirit, like, we reading today, brother. <laughs> we gonna read during the commercials. We gonna read. Come to the gym. You might be at the gym. Between sets, I'm reading. Something kicks in. See, see, let God heal you. you, you that one two will come back. It ain't over. It ain't over. It's, it's, it's only seemed like it's over because you've been tolerating it. You haven't offered it to the Lord. So healing is, is, is deeper than the surface healing of is the scar going to heal? Is the arm break going to heal? The broken heart, you can't see that. That need healing. Didn't he mention that in the Bible? Luke chapter 4, we read that. Right? You can't see it. Right? It's not obvious, but it needs healing. Mental illness. You need healing, right? Just need healing. Instead of trying to run around trying to prove to everybody you ain't crazy, how about just getting healed? Listen, anytime you go through any level of trauma, it has an effect on you. All of us. Me and my family, we sit and talk. <laughs> we sit and talk. I know y'all, my sister, my sister, we used to talk. Like, I said, babe. I, I, I didn't say babe. I said babe to her. I said, sis. I said, we, uh, we, uh, we got through it, but we've been affected. I, I, mean, I was raised with the foster parents for a while. I got through it. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm... I'm saying we've had some great conversations, but it had an effect. For the, the, I, I didn't grow up with my mom, right? I, I met her later. We really uh, coherently connected at 28. I tried to see her a couple times before that, right? Well, and it went through those years. I would just bring her to church. It was, I don't know. It could have been 10 years, 12 years. Brought her to church. She'd fall asleep on my shoulder up front and stuff like that. You know, she had to go, go somewhere, like to the restroom or something. She'd do it real loud. It's a packed church. There's thousands of people. Keith, I'm going to the restroom, you know. But, but, but she used to be like, yo, you embarrassed? It's like, nah, nah, listen. She's falling asleep on your shoulder, babe. Maybe you should have a sister well. Nah, nah, it's cool. As long as she getting the word. So if you watch me, uh, the pastor was like, you know what? You saved your mother's life. I was like, well, certain things I'll just do out of habit. All that, all that stuff. If you would ask me, I got through it. But obviously, I was affected. When my mother passed in, in, in uh, November, I, I, I don't know what happened. I'm trying to tell you. I, talk, I talked to my sister, broke down. When I called my son, because he was in the town, I wanted him to go maybe comfort my sister, spend some time with her. Um, I, as soon as I called him, I broke. Like, I was just like, what is wrong with me? Because I was affected, right? And I have to heal from that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you're affected. Look, there's people that's left the church. Here's Christian service. Yes. <laughs> Some people have left the church, and it was great, straight misunderstanding. Guess what? We got through it. But I was affected. It hurt. You know, we came out here, me and her. But the plan, listen, the plan for 18 years was for us to be sent somewhere, wherever we was going. The last minute, 18 years, like you don't be, like you don't miss opportunities just to, you know, <laughs> have nothing, right? That was the plan. It didn't happen that way. We got through it. We forgave, you know, this, that, and the other. But guess what? We was affected.
So what I'm saying is you have to, healing is for all of us because the, the relationships, like, like keeping it real, some people don't realize they were affected by situations they've been in where they've given their all. And I could tell how you're affected because you don't give your all. There were situations where you had straight reverence for authority. You wouldn't move until you flow with that man of God. At least, I don't know, wave offering, some type of offering, some type of endorsement. But you don't do that with this man of God because you was affected. You, I, I ain't giving everything. I'm not giving all my time. I'm not, I'm not being all in because you was affected. But if you were in the position of the people you serve, you will want people serving you to be all in. You see, we just have to heal. Now, no, we got a great family. We're growing together. People press and stuff like that. But realize we all got to be healed. Right? Because there's people, there's people coming and been coming that's going to need healthy people to help them to heal. What you trying to say? Something wrong with us? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we, we. I said we, right? That would be me. I used me first, right? Right? Yeah, so we have to heal. So that's why God had us talking about healing faith. Yes, I know people, uh, you know, Stella was healed of cancer. I mean, yes, it's, it's about that too. But that's not all. Stella ain't done. <laughs> right? You ain't done. You, you, you said every level we need healing. Does that make sense? 